Hi, my name is Ray Schneider, and you're listening to the Rarely Right Podcast. Now, where the Rarely Right Podcast name came from is that it's not about being right or being perfect in life. In fact, we're rarely right, but it's about being an active participant in our own stories, taking back the pen that somebody else took from us and beginning to craft our story in a way that creates positive energy and momentum forward. Now, I've been a counselor for the last eight years, and one of the greatest joys in my life is when I've been able to watch one of my clients have a breakthrough, when I've been able to see the light click on for them, and they realize, oh, I can do this because I'm already doing it. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Um, I know that this is not an easy week for some people. And so while some of this messaging may be slightly repetitive to previous podcasts, I very sincerely believe that it is an important message to get across this week in particular. Because we are watching in the media people who very clearly have not experienced the pain and the hurt and the fear and the shame of sexual assault and have made their opinion known in a way that can be incredibly harmful. And so I'm not going to talk about um, sexual assault because it's not something that I feel I um, can adequately share in the way that would be helpful and healing but I am going to talk about healing because that's something that I can be helpful with. So I know that it can be really hard when a wound is reopened or brought to surface or triggered in some way. And I know that there are so many layers to why that can be really hard. Because in one hand, What we want when it comes to wounds, best case scenario in our minds, is that we've healed from it, that it's gone away. And there are a lot of wounds in our lives that that's the case, that over time and more importantly, through acceptance, we are able to heal from them. We are able to move past them. Sometimes we're able to be friends with an ex again. Sometimes we're able to move through life after a loss in a way that's not agonizing day in and day out. But not all wounds and not all healing is the same. And there needs to be a lot of gray space around that, especially when it comes to really painful situations such as that that we're hearing about this week. You are not less or broken or unworthy because a wound is being triggered that you thought you had worked through or that comes up again and again. See, I actually believe that there are many different types of wounds and there's layers within those wounds that um, we can define and we can work through in different ways. And that's what I was thinking about would, uh, would be really important for all of us today. Because healing 
Healing has different layers too. Wounds, healing, all of it. There's so many complex layers to it and so many stupid expectations that we put up beside it. And so today, what I want to say is, is if you're dealing with any kind of wound that feels like it's in an extended period, right? So for you, it feels like it's been longer than it should be. So I'm not saying by society standards, I'm saying for you, it feels like it should be longer or it is longer than it should be. There are ways that you can tackle that. And obviously I can't go into a whole session on that today and adequately help. But what I can say is this, when you're looking at a wound and you're trying to work through healing, what you can do is be thoughtful about how you map that wound. And what I mean by that is, is whatever I'm dealing with right now, is it truly what I'm dealing with or is it being triggered by something underneath it? Is it being triggered by something that happened in my adolescence or in my past that comes up again and again? Because there's wounds that we're dealing with and then there's what I call root wounds, And root wounds are those that have been with us for a long time and are consistently triggered by other wounds throughout our lives. Now, that doesn't make us broken or unworthy, like I said before. It makes us human. Humans are these amazing, complex creatures who crave connection, who crave acknowledgement, who crave acceptance, who crave people, all in different ways. And when that happens, it automatically sets us up for the opportunity and unfortunately the reality that at some point in life, the messaging is going to come across the wrong way. We aren't going to find the acceptance that we should have had or needed to have in that moment because humans are flawed and so other flawed humans miscommunicated to us or there are some really awful humans in your life who communicated in a cruel way and told you whatever it is that you're carrying around in your spirit now the messaging that i deal with um, even to this day and it's it's definitely better for me but it still can be triggered is the message that i'm not enough It's why I'm so passionate about it when I talk to other people because I wish someone had been passionate about it for me during the years that I struggled with it the most. But why I'm bringing this up is not to have a sob story about me, but to say to you here and now as a human who's confident in who they are, as a human who loves helping other humans, as a human who on a day-to-day basis is, is, you know, overall relatively happy with themselves, I still deal with that wound. It's mostly healed. That's what I like to say. It doesn't trigger every day. It doesn't even trigger every month. And oftentimes I can actually navigate around it, but that's the thing. I still have to navigate around it. And so that messaging that you're not enough, that you're not going to, you're not going to make it to par. You're not going to be what someone wants or needs is a root wound for me because Even though I'm mostly healed, even though I'm healthy and happy, something can happen or something can be said that can trigger that wound. 
there may be wounds being triggered this week for you. And it could be a direct wound, like one that truly has recently happened that you're working through. And it could be a root wound. So the thing you're working through now still stinks, but it's actually triggering a deeper wound. And what I would suggest for you, if that's the case, is to maybe write it out. Or if you're not really a writing person, because I know not everyone um, deals with, with things the way that I deal with things, I would, I would sincerely um, request that you, that you f- seek someone out then. Because this is something that um, needs to get pulled out of you and, and in a way that you can purge it. You can't let go of something. You can't work through something. You can't, you, you really just can't navigate it unless it's out in the open in some way. So if it's on paper, if it's typed or it's spoken out or all three, it needs to happen for you, not for anybody else. You don't need to heal for anybody. You're not on anyone's timeline, but for you. And what I want you to do is I want you to write out the wounds that are being triggered, whether it's because of what's going on in the media or whatever, because life is life, right? And so we always have stuff that we're dealing with, but write those out and also identify maybe what a root wound is underneath that if there is one. So that's just an exercise that you can do. But what I can do here in a podcast today is to tell you that wherever you are in the mix of your stuff is exactly where it's okay to be. I have a really, really hard time with the expectations and timelines that we put on things. I do not care if they're a psychologist or a therapist or a doctor or six PhDs. There is no data that supports these timelines. And I'm passionate about this. I did so much research on it when I was mad at myself for my grief length. And there really isn't. It's all guesses. It's all assumptions. It's assuming that everyone moves at the same pace and handles things in the same way. And yet all the data around us tells us otherwise. All the data around us tells us otherwise, that we are completely, irrationally, wonderfully, erratically different people. Every single one of us. No one's DNA matches perfectly. No one's background matches perfectly. Love languages are different. It just, it goes on and on and on. And so what I'm going to say is let's reset here and say that whatever timeline you're on is okay. I think where we would need to challenge ourselves and question if it's okay is if you're not going anywhere. If you're sulking in it. And I don't mean sulking in it like, You don't deserve to have time to go through pain. I mean when you're not even trying to see where forward motion is. If that's where you're at, you don't care, you'd rather spin circles, you're not trying to take care of yourself, then I challenge you in a different way to get up because we need you and you only have one life. You only have one life. Now, if you're struggling with something and you're working through it and you're making active steps to work through it and it's still extended grief, I'm so proud of you because it is so hard to work through extended grief. It's so hard because there's definitely something still being triggered. And oftentimes it's not actually the situation you're in. It's one or two or even three layers down who 
who's continuing to bring up the current situation. And it's using the current situation as a way for you not to work through something. Healing happens at the rate in which it happens. Everybody is different. I have watched some friends go through significant loss and be at an okay place in just a couple of months. And it's not because they didn't love their loss more than someone else did who's taking two or three years to get through it. It's because of how they handle loss. See, they went into a really rough, dark place for a couple of months and they felt everything. And then what they said was the only way that I can honor this loss and get through this loss is to actively do positive things for myself and for my life and for my forward movement now. The most powerful statement someone has ever said to me, it was profound. And I pray someday that I can respond um, to loss and grief in the way that she did. She told me, I can live in a parallel life where I can actively day after day continue with the life that I have in the limited amount of time that I have honoring the loss that I have while simultaneously grieving the loss that I have. And she accepted the fact that she'd be living that parallel life for a while. She accepted the fact that she was going to have good days and bad days. Now, that was the most healthy thing I've ever heard in my life. And she did have some really hard days for those couple of years, but I really took that to heart. But some people can't do that. Some people can only take a little bit of grief at a time. And that's why you see them taking much, much longer to get through something because their hearts maybe are a little softer or their spirits a little bit weaker when it comes to that loss because it's triggering multiple wounds underneath it, whatever it is, however you find yourself from one extreme to the other or in between, you are healing at the rate in which you are meant to be healing. You decide when you move forward because you're the only one who knows internally how that's going and what you're doing. You're the only one who knows if you're actually feeling better, if you're actually healing. The place that I'm challenging you is to make sure that you are making those active steps forward. You do not have to sit in the pain alone. And that's something else that I have to tell you. When I was going through significant loss, it was several, several years ago now, a little over 10 years ago, I guess. And I I quote this out now to my friends because it was that profound to me. I was in the middle of the darkest place in my entire life. I have never and I've never experienced that kind of pain and that kind of heartache. And I really genuinely just didn't want to get up. I was in a place where I'm not getting up. And I had a friend both metaphorically say this, but physically do it. And she came and she sat next to me and I was just a mess. And she's like, I don't know how to help you, but I will sit here in the trenches with you until you're ready to get up. And she did. She sat there. She spent 24 hours with me where I didn't do anything. I didn't shower. I barely spoke to her, but she was right there. It was the most healing experience I have ever had in my entire life. And I'm telling you to say... People may not know how to do this perfectly, but let them into your space at least a little bit because the way you heal is to find people that you can truly trust with your heart and your spirit and allow them to be part of that journey. 
You need an outlet. If you do not want it to be your friends because you are still dealing with shame in the wounds that you have, then seek out a counselor of any kind. But if you do have people who you can be open and honest with, grab their hand. Let them sit in the trenches with you. It will be so healing for you to know that there is someone there who loves you unconditionally and who's willing to hear you and walk through this with you. Sometimes I think that we believe we have to sit in our wounds alone. But the first podcast I ever did here is one that will always be a centerpiece. And that is we are connective people. We are meant for connection. Even people who say I'm a loner are not actually loners. They have just taught themselves how to stay as disconnected as possible. When it comes to healing and change and growth, it's on you. You're individual. You make the decision if you move forward. You make the decision how you move forward and when you move forward. And that's beautiful. That's how it should be. But the best way that you can do this is to make sure that you don't isolate yourself in those wounds. Because you're not broken. And you're not unworthy. And you're not unwanted. You are incredible as you are, even in your state of healing. You are desperately wanted and needed by this world. Your story will change other people's story and has probably already changed other people's story. And we need you here in it. And last but not least, you are outrageously, astronomically, Worthy. Worthy of a happy ending. Worthy of connection. Worthy of healing. You are worthy of healing.